Hey guys, it is Chris Jones for episode 90 of Ask Me Anything. I am here live at the special guest app, app office in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and we have one of our traveling talent from New York City here, Carole Acuna. Carole? Hey. Great to be here. Yeah, great to be here, Great too. to see you. Um, as you guys know, for every 10 episodes, I love to kind of storytell and give the platform here uh, to someone. And I thought with you coming in, traveling the country as a performer, coming here to special guests, if you don't mind, I would love for you to share with our audience a little bit more about yourself. I would love to hear as far back as you want to go and then sort of just reflect on how you've gotten to where you are today. All right. Yeah. So uh, I started being a dancer. My mom's a dancer. Okay. So I started dancing. Like when I was a kid, you know, because she's a dancer. And uh, like ballet and flamenco, because I'm a flamenco dancer and Spanish classical dancer, which actually has roots in ballet. And then I was always nominated to class clown in school, even though I was a dancer. Uh, and I didn't really know why. Uh, just, I was just, why is laughing? And then, um, and then I, would, I would act and stuff. And so I turned professional at 14, and I've been dancing uh, flamenco and like different forms of dance as well. I branched on from there and stand-up comedy and I'm, I'm a very physical comedian. So I, I utilize some of my dancing in, in my characterizations, like huge act outs and stuff. And then like I'm a Meisner actor as well. And uh, a what? Meisner? So it's Meisner training. Okay. You heard of Stanford Meisner? No, go ahead, tell us what that means. So Stanford Meisner is not really method acting, but if you don't know that much about acting, you could kind of say that, but it's it's, it's like more pure. It's more pure. Uh, so Sanford Meister invented it, Stanislavski and Strasbourg, there's a whole like, lineage there. Okay. Um, so it actually helps stand-up comedy because you get to you read other people's, you know, like while you're talking you could read what they're doing, so in stand-up comedy it's really helpful. So you found, like you discovered at a young age that you had the ability to dance and you did it in a way that was entertaining and comedic, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. And then you've been trained. So you've actually been formally trained. Talk a little bit more about that. How do you go, because I often wonder, I'll go, like my wife Robin and I will go to Caroline's Comedy in New York City, and you'll see these comedians get on stage, and you wonder, were you born with that gift, or is there some type of structure that you wrap around? And clearly, it seems like you have that educational side. So kind of just reflect on that and tell me more about how how it went from, wow, I have some talent, and now let's really develop it and make it a career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, I just knew that I wanted to do it. So when I first started stand-up comedy, I went to the comedy college in San Francisco. I was like, I want to do it. I'm just going to go to the comedy college at first. Yeah. And then I did open mics and stuff like that. So I was literally trained like how to tell a joke and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, it, that, that's, that's a good structure to come from. You have to study how to you know, punchline a joke and stuff like that anyway. Uh, you don't have to do it, of course. Mm -hmm. So many, everyone has their own way of getting to the laugh point, not sure. necessarily thinking of a punchline. So, um, with utilizing the dance training specifically, and just um, the Meisner training and stand-up comedy side, uh, I don't know, just it makes sense with, with the act-ups that I do and, and how I physicalize, if that answers your question at all. Well, does it, was it, but the thing is, like, was there, there's there's formal training for this. Like, yeah, yeah. Tuesday, Thursday nights, you go. There's a, a you know a, a professor or a lecturer, and is that how it is? Like, because when I think about it, yeah, and for theater and for yeah, for well, I mean, for definitely for theater and for acting and for mm -hmm. dancing. Yes, comedy does not have to be that way at all. Okay. 
just because I went to a comedy college and was a comedian and didn't go there and yeah. didn't have to go there. Yeah. Uh, comedy, uh, the way that you usually do it is you go through open mics and you talk and you're mm -hmm. like, hey, you get advice from people and stuff like that. You're putting yourself through school by going sure. to open mics regularly. Mm -hmm. So if I were to just go to the comedy college and never go to open mics, uh, I would just be like, here's a punchline, but I wouldn't, really, I wouldn't get the experience. You have to yeah. be in front of people to get that experience. My partner, Damon Waynes Jr., and his family, the Waynes uh, family, if you notice, with the exception of Keenan and a couple, they're on tour. Like, they're out there going to open mics, learning the material. And so he has said to me what you're saying, which is the best kind of form of education when it comes to comedy is getting out on stage, open mic, getting in front of the microphone and practicing your jokes and paying attention to the audience and sort of almost writing the jokes as you're on stage as you get feedback. In fact, what he says is <clears throat> before he does a paid gig, Right, so if he's going to on location somewhere, he'll do a bunch of like celebrity drop-ins in the Los Angeles market where he doesn't even get paid. He'll just show up as part of the deal he has with the venue to practice his jokes to try to get a sense before he goes to the paid gig. Mm. So, um, <clears throat> all right. So you are a dancer, a professional dancer, and comedian. We're going to see that in just a couple of minutes. So hang with us. But before we go there, um, okay, so tell us more. I mean, do you get paid to do this? Yes, I do. You get paid to do this. Part of the reason that we founded Special Guest was that entertainers from around the world have such a gift to share. And at the end of the day, many of them never reach the point of their career where you're at. Mm -hmm. They struggle to get paid. Um, this isn't meant to be a Debbie Downer or anything like that, but can you just, you know, share with us how much work it's taken to get noticed, to get discovered, mm -hmm. to get to a point wherever you're at now where the phone rings, uh -huh. hopefully all the time, but on occasion where people say, hey, I saw you perform, wherever that might be, we'd like you to come perform for us. So, what are your... Um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? How did you do it? I mean, I, I think one of the things I love about entertainers like yourself, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm not an entertainer, but one thing that I think you and I have in common mm -hmm. is we have hustle. Mm -hmm. Yes. We have hustle. And so share with us how you were able to break into the in, into a, a becoming a professional mm -hmm. and eventually how you were able to go probably from volunteering and whatnot to actually getting paid. Uh, of course, tons of work, never-ending work. Uh, you know, I even have ideas in my sleep. I mean, those are the, it's, it's like wearing all these different hats. The artistic hat, the promotional hat, getting back to people hat. It's just constantly thinking of what's going next, what's going next. And then also, like, meditation helps because there's so much to think about. And just uh, having, having faith and also a lot of people along the way that have helped and believed in me um, through all those hard times, just, just having this, this like light at the end of the tunnel, you know, you know it's going to be there, and you just keep going, and you just you just keep asking questions and networking with people and uh, figuring out how do I, I want to get there? How do I do it? Asking other people because you can't figure it out, and maybe no one else has gone there yet, but you want to get there, so you figure out a way. So you just have to be so creative and innovative. Mm -hmm. I love that. Tell me what you love. Not who, but what. Like, what's your? What are your passions? What What juices you up when you wake up in the morning, and hopefully when you leave here and you're headed back to New York City to perform, 
um, and to tape a web series or something, mm -hmm. which I hope to get to in a second. But what, what do you love? What juices you up? Well, uh, in my life, I mean. Yeah, what's, what are you passionate about? Like, <laughs> Besides my art. <laughs> you just love I mean, I love, I love, I love, uh, yeah, comedy, dancing, acting. I love narwhals. I, I, that's something I'm passionate about. <laughs> I really love nar narwhals, climbing narwhals. Uh, uh, is that like rock climbing or something? I, I, you know what a narwhal is? Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I love to tell people what narwhals are. <laughs> anyway, raise your hand if you know what a narwhal is. You do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whale. It's a beluga whale with a large tusk that goes through its upper lip. So it's basically a real unicorn. So that's why I love them, because people believe in unicorns and they do exist. That's animals. not what I expected you to say. That's, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Well, it's a I do. I have a soft spot for narwhals. Uh, but besides art, what I love, I don't know, like hiking, I don't know, meditating, going to the beach, I feel like that's so generic. generic. No. But I just constantly create, and that's what juices me up. Like, I have an idea, let me record it, let me write it down. Oh wait, wait, I have so many ideas, and I have to memorize it, but then I have another idea. So it's like, I'm just like keeping the, keeping a nice consistency going, and um, um, people, I know a people person. Awesome. Yeah, relating to people and helping people. That, that's, I'm passionate about that. Like, why am I doing this? Am I doing, I'm doing it because yeah. I want to like, I want to help people, you know, like I want to help people feel, see what it's like, it's like a, a taste of, of freedom and, and just living in this moment right now, it's a huge deal. Well, when we discovered you in this office, we were all like, whoa, this is such, so eclectic and so original and so interesting, and you brought joy to us, so I assume that that's part of your passion too, just performing. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, so, before we get into your live performance, tell us what you're up to. So you're here in New York City. Um, you know, are you here to, to, to perform? Tell us more about what you're working on right now. So right now I'm working on, uh, well, currently I'm working on a one, two one-woman shows. My, always my stand-up comedy show, always refining that. Then a dramatic one-woman show that I've been working on for two and a half years now. And it's set to uh, have a world premiere two years from November, so two years from last month. And so I'm working on definitely these, this. And then I have a web series, um, microscopically short films. Okay. Uh, Where's that hosted? Where is it on here? So it's, it's actually a new web series because the web series before that was 15 seconds of funny and then now it's, now it's microscopically short films. It's on my website, it's on my YouTube channel, it's on all my social media, I post that. And I, I'm filming some of it, I've been filming it here in New York, and okay, wherever I go, basically everywhere I go, I collaborate with artists and activists and scientists and everything. Like, let's collaborate, let's do this thing, and let's show it, you know. So it's a mixture of uh, performances and how-to videos and just everything, and just microscopically short films. Uh, and I have regular shows going, like dance shows and comedy shows and like acting gigs as I'm, as I'm continuing these other things. So again, balance. It's awesome. So we do have a small audience here at Special Guests. Guys, should we have Carolee perform? Yeah. yeah. We're going to give you the floor to do your thing.
people hear that, they're like, some people think it's, hey, Curly. <laughs> <laughs> or some people think it's, Caroline, come to what? <laughs> Others think it's, Christmas Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, even others think it's sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. Good times never felt so good. So good, so good, so good. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's I've not had sex. Oh. Maybe I should think about getting a divorce. Just <laughs> 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 kidding, I'm not married. <laughs> I was engaged for a few years though. He wanted to settle down. I told him, I don't believe hell exists. I'd come home, keep me in the corner, wrapped in a snuggie, fiddling with his fidget spinner. And he'd be like, let's cuddle tonight. I want to cuddle tonight. I want to cuddle tonight. And I'm like, oh man, come on, we cuddled last night. And then I forgot, and 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 I On the bus. And now! There's some impressions. The Joker! <laughs> Clint Eastwood! Jack Nicholson! <laughs> and now for my impression of a cat in a litter box. One more animal impression. <laughs> the Tyrannosaurus Rex.
so they would come, they'd look for the children, and they would say, come, the sun is setting. And they'd sing them this song. Mucho vino y alegría y aprendieron los moros el baile por bolaría. 